0: Welcome back to Country Conversations. My name is Joey, and as always, I'm joined by...
1: Hey man, it's Chris here. What's going on tonight, Joey? Man, not a whole lot, brother. What's up with you? Not not much. Uh, we, got a, we got a good one tonight. We do. We are
0: actually joined by a good friend of the show, Mr. Zach. Zach is a huge Luke Combs fan, and tonight we are going to be talking about Luke's sophomore slash sophomore deluxe album because we are all three anticipating Luke's newest album coming out June 24th so uh, we wanted to talk about this album a little bit in preparation and hype for that but uh, yeah Zach thanks so much for coming on man how you doing
2: hey I'm doing good I appreciate y'all having me on man yeah
0: absolutely man I know we've talked quite a bit in the past you know the past couple years about Luke and we we met through the bootleggers fan club and all that good stuff so um, we're stoked to have you on man
2: I appreciate it man
0: for sure so first Zach we gotta just let you talk about yourself and your fandom of Luke's I know you're you're a huge fan just like we are Um, so tell us a little bit about how you got into liking Luke's music how you found Luke and the shows you've been to and all that good stuff
2: man I I think uh, my wife actually turned me on to him I think it was around 2015 2016 I think the first song I heard from him was uh she got the best of me just over time, and I think the next song, I, I mean, I followed him, but I didn't really follow him too well. I think the next song was uh, Hurricane, and I think that came out around 2016, maybe.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Uh, and, and after that, man, I, I was just hooked. You know, I don't, I can't remember when his next song or album came out after that, but I think the first show we actually, that he actually came around us was my first show in 2017 at a little club. Uh, in Baton Rouge, that was the first time I've seen him.
0: Yeah, that was the first year that I saw Luke too. Mm -hmm. actually... Yeah, me too. I can't remember what year I first found him. I think... We've talked about this on the show a long time ago, but uh, we have a lot of newer listeners, so I guess I can kind of retell my story real quick. But uh, it was like 2015 or 16, I think it was 15, my buddy who uh, plays country music was... He was kind of like just starting out, and he posted a bunch of cover videos on Facebook and... He covered a song, and he was like, this is, you know, by a guy you guys have probably never heard of yet. You know, it's Can I Get an Outlaw by Luke Combs. And I was like, that sounds like a really good song. I'm going to go to YouTube and look that up and listen to this guy. And, dude, from there, I was like, this dude's awesome. Kind of similar to you. I listened to that, you know, old EP, and then Hurricane came out, and to the moon from there for Mr. Combs.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely, man.
0: Yeah, man, so... Zach, you do a lot of th- cool stuff, man, online regarding Luke. I mean, you have a couple groups that you run, like the the poster trade and sell sales, excuse me. And then you've got your uh, other group that's really cool. Uh, Luke comes. This one's for you, where you do like a bunch of giveaways and stuff. You want to talk about that a little bit?
2: Yeah, the uh, I guess I'll kind of touch on the uh, the poster group. Obviously, as you you and probably everybody else in that group knows i'm pretty addicted to collecting posters so i didn't start that group uh another guy did and i kind of just jumped in and asked him if he needed help uh kind of managing it and uh so i've just kind of been helping him out with that and it's really probably only active you know obviously during his uh tours yeah when he does posters but but my giveaway group uh i kind of started that I'm gonna take it back to those Dr. Pepper cans. I can't remember if I sent you one, Joey, or not.
0: You did. You did. I still have it. I did. I did. Yeah.
2: That that's where it all started, man. I I was seeing like just people when he put those out. How many people were wanting to get one? I'm like, man, they can't be that hard to get. Well, (laughs) they were a lot harder than I thought because it took me about a week and a half to find them, Mm -hmm. and that was calling uh, Walmart's all over the place (laughs) all over the place and i ended up having to call dr pepper and they told me where they put them out at and she had told me she uh said that she couldn't tell me the exact places but they were in the area of like illinois missouri and kentucky oh geez so man it took me about a week to find them (laughs) how did you
1: how did you find them (laughs) yeah i'm curious
2: man, I called Walmart just back to back to back, and nobody could help me. And then finally, I found one in Illinois, a Walmart. No one was like, "Man, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. I have them here. I got a pallet of them."
0: Oh, nice.
2: so I'm like, "Are you, I'm like, are you sure?" I said because I'm before I go in there and tell my wife I'm about to drive 12 hours <laughs> to go pick these cans up. I, I need you to make sure. So she opened them up. She's like, "Yeah, that that's them." So. Within about 30, 45 minutes, I go in there and I was about to go tell my wife. Well, right at the same time, she told me that her friend was coming down and she lives in Chicago. So her friend ended up picking them up for me on the way here.
1: How how many did did she get for you?
2: I think she got, I think it was like 8, 12 packs. Nice. So, yeah. So I went back to the post where everybody was wanting, you know, asking where you could get them, and nobody could find them. So yeah. at that point, that's when I started giving them out. So as far as, like, giving things out, that's where it started. Uh, uh, I would go on the what? bootlegger page,
1: and I – go ahead. When when would that have been, Zach? Was that 19? Oh,
2: I think it was 19, 18 or 19.
1: Yeah, it's been yeah. a couple years. I was going to say I've never I've never seen one. I mean, I've probably seen yours, Joey, when I've been up at your house, but I've never seen one. There so uh, for the because a lot of people may not even know what we're even talking about. I feel like it
0: was a like a limited run of Diet Dr Pepper cans with Luke's face and like logo on it, and it was like text this number to win a Nashville experience with Luke or something like that. It was like a promo for like a I don't know, almost like a like a I don't even know what I'm trying to say it was like a <laughs> VIP experience with Luke Combs. like I don't know if it was like tickets to a show with a meet and greet or something, but it was basically just promoting Luke, and they were so limited like they were nowhere around me I, I think you said they were in Kentucky, Zach, but I didn't even know like I don't even yeah. know anybody because yeah. I you know I live in, in kind of near Cincinnati, which is basically Northern Kentucky, and I don't remember anybody being able to find them around here anywhere. It's crazy yeah you mailed me one dude you you uh put a post up like you said the bootleggers and people were commenting like crazy and then you ran out or something i forget but yeah that well was... i
2: got i got down to a uh limited number so like i said it it was i think i shipped probably like 60 of them out
0: giving them Good away lord yeah wow man that's awesome goodness gracious, yeah it, yeah that's that's awesome so that's where it all started
2: That that's where it all started and i, I just got to the point i'm like I kind of found it thrilling to try to find something that's dang near impossible to get. Yeah. yeah. Just like these posters, you know, and that, that's just where it all started.
0: Because you have a mega collection, too. Like, speaking of your poster collecting, I mean, you've got a bunch. You've I've seen pictures of your man cave, and mm-hmm. it's, like, stacked with posters wall-to-wall, the crocs, like the Luke Combs crocs, like the whole nine, bro. Mm-hmm. What 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 are some of your favorite pieces that you have out in the man cave?
2: Oh man, I'm sitting out here right now. Oh uh, <laughs> ah, I, I got several posters that that you know I love and I know you a lot of people can't find. I got a couple of like uh test prints that yeah. I was able to track down the artist and he sent them to me. Uh, I got I got several set lists that I love that uh Rob gave me one and I was able to he uh Luke actually signed it. And nice. I got three that uh that Kurt gave me. Oh
0: wow. Uh, oh, I think sweet. it was
2: I think it was at the uh, Houston show that Kurt uh, brought me all three of his set list.
0: Was that when you were repping the Kurt the, uh, merch? Yes, yes, that was it. <laughs> I remember that. And I
2: and I got uh I got uh two of the tops cards signed that night too, uh, from Luke. So that was a uh, pretty good night. Yeah. Oh wow.
1: <laughs> Some was that CVs. was that at the at the Houston arena or what or which show was that?
2: that was at the uh the toyota center in yeah. houston
1: yeah nice that's awesome man what kind of what kind of merch does, does kurt have it's like a shirt like a Ray's Rowdy. He, shirt, he's got
2: yeah. a yeah he's got a uh, podcast shirt he's got a podcast uh with Ray's rowdy that he's yeah. got a shirt for and then and then they made just like a a cartoon looking shirt of him playing the guitar that i got but yeah. yeah, the the night he gave me all that, I was wearing his uh podcast shirt. I think he actually he actually made a post on Instagram and Facebook yeah. with me in it.
0: Yeah, I remember that. That's cool. Yeah. I, I think you'd posted it or shared it, and then I saw he posted yeah. it too, and I was like, "That's sweet, man." Yeah, that's crazy, man. How many shows I, have you I, been to? Oh, sorry, go I, ahead. Oh,
2: oh man, no, I shows I've probably been to, I think thirteen or fourteen shows that I actually been to, and I think there was four that i wasn't able to go to two being covid and uh the other two just having things come up that i couldn't go to but one of the ones for covid that i couldn't go to somehow it was in 2020 i think it was in february or march i was able to, to get uh front row tickets to the opry like dead center front row he was playing. And then that's when COVID hit and they actually canceled it.
0: Oh man. So that was kind of disappointing. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah, that's a bummer.
1: <laughs> yeah. All three of us are in double digits though. When it comes yeah, we're, to digits. yeah. I'm barely in yeah. double digits. I'm at like 11, I think
0: 12 coming yeah. up 12 in June. So good Lord willing anyway. <laughs> that's right. It,
2: it, yeah. It's crazy. I mean, like I said, people at work always talk about how many shows can you see them? But it, it's addicting. If you can go to, if I can go to one, I'm going to do my, best to try to make it you know and oh, most yeah, of the time absolutely. it's yeah and most of the time it's inconvenience and in everybody involved except myself yeah. you know
0: but <laughs> i feel you on that man yeah I, well i mean what 14 and luke you've been seeing luke since 17 2017 that's what five yep. years that's three or four three or four years that's not terrible yeah it's two point that's yeah. three shows a year that's you know yep. if, that's, if that's what you do with your time man that, it's worth it because I've been, you know, what eleven? I'm doing the math on my phone. Yeah, two point two, a little over two a year for me. You can't go to two point two concerts, obviously, but <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I don't know, man. It's uh, Luke's shows are awesome, man. They are. I, I feel like I go to a lot of different artists' shows, but Luke is the, definitely the one I've seen the most. Yeah. And then probably Church and Aldine behind that, just because Aldine's been around for so long. Yeah. But yeah, so that's cool, man. You're, you're definitely a big fan of Luke's, and that's a big reason we wanted to have you on, man. And But Chris, I think it's time we roll into the album slash deluxe album. I, I guess Let's we're going to just man. go with the deluxe. Um, as many of you listening probably already know this, in 2019, Luke Combs dropped his sophomore album, What You See Is What You Get. And then about a year later, the deluxe came out, What You See Ain't Always What You Get. Um, We're just going to talk about the album a little bit Our thoughts And then we're going to do what we always do And rank our top songs that we like off the album The Deluxe album And uh, we, you know, kind of how we always do We'll go number 10 to number 1 And we will all three give our ranks here But uh, Chris, I thought you could maybe talk a little bit about Just the singles
1: off the record And, you know, how streaming went so far with this You know? Oh, absolutely, man I mean, this, you know well, I mean, we'll get we'll get into it when we talk about our individual thoughts on the album. But I mean, you know, the first thing that, that sticks out probably about this album is is uh, you know Luke's debut album you know was number one for 50 weeks, and you know he was an immediate superstar as soon as it came out. So it's I mean it's hard to follow that up, and uh, he did it. I mean this is this is an album that spent 35 weeks at number one. It's the only album in the history of country music that has seven number ones from it. Um, the the lead single. Uh, Beer never broke my heart. It was already a smash hit before he put it out. I mean, it was just one of those songs that Luke had been playing live for probably about a year, and uh, I mean, it was already a show closer before it was even before it was even released, which is right. just crazy. <laughs> the, you know, the other singles that followed were even though I'm leaving, uh, does to me with Eric Church, loving on you, better together, uh, and then the two from the deluxe were forever after all and cold as you and like i said they all they all reached number 1 on the country airplay chart and they were all top 40 all genre and uh forever after all is uh the biggest hit that he's had as far as the the Hot 100, it reached number two. There was a whole, I mean, that the week that it came out, that was uh, we've talked about it on the show before. That was <laughs> it was pretty crazy. <laughs> so yeah, um, but yeah, I think it it's the only. I mean, it, it debuted at number one, and then eleven months later, when the deluxe came out, it went back to, num- to number one on the on the all genre um, <laughs> Billboard 200. I mean you could go through stats on this album, you know, all day long. I think there's eight or nine songs on the album that have over a hundred million streams just on Spotify alone. Um, you know, the, the huge collaboration with Brooks and Dunn on One Too Many, which was not a radio single, but if you if you go to a live show, that's one of the that's one of the rowdiest songs that Luke has, so Yeah. Um, absolutely that's that's a, one of my I mean, favorite ones live. Yeah, absolutely, man. It's For just uh sure. Yeah, you know, it's just an album that obviously continued continued the pace that he had from the debut album and, and that has everybody ready for this third album that's getting ready to come out. Yep, I, I enjoyed it, man. I thought it was a
0: really good follow-up to the debut album. Uh, you know, it is a little bit older now. It's a few years old. Obviously, Cup Wealth, depending on how you look at it, the deluxe is about going on two years, and then the, the actual album is you know going on three So I'll be honest, I haven't listened to it a whole lot lately, just because I've played it out, I feel like, even though they are songs I can always go back to, but it's not going to be like the freshest thing on my playlist, because it's been, I've streamed it for two years, you know, but anyway, so in preparation for this episode, I went back to it to obviously listen and pick my favorites, you know, and which those could change day by day, I feel like, with Luke, but it's a solid album dude it really is good i mean holy cow it's uh it's gonna stand the test of time just like the debut album yeah for sure and it's gonna be one that people go back to but yeah man what are your thoughts on it zach
2: i feel the same way man but uh if you talk to my wife i'm pre- <laughs> like you said i'm pretty dedicated to his music and stuff so i i still play it you know off and on every other day you know i i got my songs but like you said it my top 10 could change every other day.
0: Yeah. It just depends on the mood you're in, I feel like. And yeah. Because exactly. I was on uh, my uh, lunch break today at work getting my notes together for tonight. And, you know, I didn't send you guys my ranking, but after I sent you guys the notes or whatever, I went through and added in my rank. And I'm like, man, <laughs> I feel like tomorrow this could be number one or, you know, this could be my number one. So, really good music, man. And, not to like veer away from the subject matter, but it makes me wonder what's going to happen with this new project because it's only 12 songs. But I know there's like all the theories and the conspiracies that it's going to be a double album and all that good stuff. What do you guys think about that?
1: I'll exactly? go ahead
2: first. I, I I think it's going to be a double album. Uh, I, to be honest, I think uh, he was getting pressure to put mu- new music out and he went ahead and put 12 songs out to uh i guess make us happy you know i I think he's going to have 12 at least 12 more songs uh on the next album
0: yeah or the 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 deluxe you know deluxe or double yeah what do you think doing oh well i just think yeah, yeah I mean, if you
1: if you look at the at the um, at the numbers on top of the little snippets that he puts out, they match the track listing so far. And mm-hmm. there were a couple that he put out last year that were in the twenties, and there was one that was thirty. So that mm. makes you th- that makes you think that he's got at least you know twenty five, thirty songs ready. And he's got what? I mean, we've counted them before. I think there's fourteen or fifteen unreleased songs that he's played yeah people love and they're ready for you know so i mean i mean i don't i don't know i mean i'm it's all the the marketing in in today's yeah i mean in today's age like superstars put out huge projects and then everybody else puts out like five or six songs at a time so yeah this is like you know this is a traditional cd release like 12 songs is what you know country music was for you know 50 years, and we've just kind of yeah. gotten used to these massive projects, so I'm just going to enjoy it for what it is, and then if we, sure. if we get another 12 songs, you know, later in the year or next year, then, you Perfect. know, I'll be pumped for those. Yeah, that's a good way to look at it, man. You're right, though, because, I mean, the double
0: album thing kind of started when Morgan dropped Dangerous, and then I feel like everybody followed suit. Al Dean did a double album, Eric Church did a quote triple album, Cody Johnson did a double album, uh, Thomas Rhett. Did half of a double album, and then did something way <laughs> off the radar with that new record. <laughs> did, didn't um, you say Zach Bryan's getting ready to put out thirty-four songs? Yeah, Zach Bryan's about to drop a thirty-four song project, <laughs> which is crazy. That's wow, shoo, holy cow. Morgan's was thirty-two with the bonus tracks. Yeah, like the tar- they were like target exclusives or whatever, and then they dropped them on some, like streaming platforms. But so it's hard for me to believe that Luke, you know, being top guy in the game right now isn't going to put out a massive project when it's all said and done but we'll see if it's 12 quality songs man i'm i'm cool with it yeah for sure like you said man that's the way it was for a long time so we'll see yep
2: well like you gotta think that uh i think when he was recording his album uh or touching up on it they had that flood over there so that might have affected uh Mm. what he was doing over there you know
0: yeah that's a good point and, I mean, he's preparing to be a dad, too, <laughs> so, I mean, I'm sure he's got a lot on his mind and a lot going on with family and stuff, too. So
1: Yeah, for sure. Man. But anyways,
0: yep. uh, back to this What You See Ain't Always What You Get project. That's such a wordy album. It is, man. <laughs> it is. Yeah, I I loved it, man. I know you guys loved it, so I guess we can go ahead and jump into our ranking. I'll kick it off. <laughs> I, I guess we can go in order. I'll, I'll start with number, my number 10, and then Chris, if you want to go, and then Zach, you can go, and then we'll just go in like a go in like a circle. Sounds
1: good. Cool. Sure, man. What do you, what do you got at ten? Joe? So,
0: man, number ten. Before we start, Chris and I always have like very similar ranks, and we never even talk about it beforehand, but we just have very yeah. similar taste. So I'm anxious if we're gonna be spot on with any of these, or if we're gonna be totally different. But uh, number ten, man, I've got every little bit helps.
1: Oh, that's a good one.
0: I think that's a really that's a good, good, one. A good one. Yeah, um, that's a good one. Uh, and like I said, this is one that I may have maybe could have put
1: higher, but I put that one at number 10, man. It's a really good song. C- Cappy says that's his favorite Luke song. <laughs> really? Ever, yeah, I've seen a couple of interviews where he we says get, that's his favorite Luke song.
0: We got to get Cappy on here, man. Let's peti- right, man. petition to get Cappy on the pod. Somebody start it. <laughs> that's Mark right. it down. That would be, that's
1: right. That would be awesome.
0: <laughs> what would you have, Chris? And,
1: and, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Zach. No, go, go, go ahead. You're good. At, at number 10, I have the second single, even though I'm leaving. Ooh, that's a really Damn. good one. And tomorrow, Damn. that could be number one. I was going to say <laughs> but, number 10. But Sheesh. today, it was number 10. Yeah, Sheesh. I mean, it's an, it's an amazing amazing song, um, but it had to go somewhere, so I, yeah. had, I had it at 10. For sure. What about you, Zach?
2: I got the same as you, Joey. I got every little bit helps.
1: Hey, oh, there, there we, we go, go, man. That's
0: right. That's right. Looks like it's going to be me and Zach on the same uh, wavelength <laughs> tonight, man. Number nine. This is this is we've talked about this one already. Uh, it's a smash. It's one of my favorites live. I've got a one too many. Ooh, Drew okay. Parker co-write. Yep. Shout out Drew okay. Parker. That,
2: that, that is a good one.
0: Yeah, it's a good one. It's a fun one. I think it's. I mean, Brooks and Dunn obviously are
1: amazing. Just to have them yeah, on I'm, it, but I'm um, still shocked it wasn't a, it wasn't a single. I mean, it, I guess same. it doesn't really matter, but but it, I mean, it's just such a smash. For sure, and
0: it and like I said, it's one of my favorite ones live, man. It's that's I don't know. I feel like it was just made for live, the live show. It's perfect. So that's what yeah. I had number nine, man. What about you, Chris?
1: <laughs> number nine, I've got Moon Over Mexico. Ooh, okay. I know. I know that's not one of your favorite. <laughs> one that- of your favorites, Joe. But it's uh, <laughs> I don't. Know, I don't know. You know, I've got a those those five or six songs that were on the prequel and just the ones that we that we knew there for a while yeah. from those live videos. Just kind of, uh, they were kind of an extension of the debut album yeah. in a lot of ways, and those songs just kind of have stuck with me. So, uh, I, Moon Over Mexico, number nine. I'm,
0: I'm gonna go on a radar, on a off, off radar for a second, and just say, nobody come at me crazy. But that's probably my least favorite Luke Holmes song of all time. Wow. I don't know, I don't know why. I don't know if it's because I just can't relate to it. I've never been to Mexico. I don't, I'm not a big beach bum. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe, maybe that's what it is. I don't know. It's, it's, it sounds great and I get why people like it. I just don't like it. I don't know. But (laughs) anyway, that's, that's, that's that's another story. But what do you have at number nine, Zach?
2: I have, uh, Better Together as number nine. Ooh,
1: that's a really good one. That is a good one. Yeah.
2: That, uh, probably about six months ago, that that was my daughter's favorite song. So, you know, I guess if you'd asked me six months ago, that would have probably been at, Three or four, you know, but uh, that's where I got it at right now is number nine.
0: That's a good one. I, a good I'm one. gonna spoil it. That did not make my list, but that is one that wow. probably should and could have. Yeah, it didn't even. Yeah, that's a really good one. That's a good one, man.
1: Wait, do you got at eight, Joey?
0: Man, don't make fun of me, man. Number eight, I've got Blue Collar Boys. <laughs> oh, I love that <laughs> that's song. That's right. yeah, a good song, man. It's fun, good energy. It, and I remember when we saw him. <laughs> Chris, you and I went uh, – well, we went, kind of went together, kind of – we sat separately, but that. Whatever. Oh, Lexington. Yeah, Lexington, yeah. right before COVID happened, and that was like our last show that we saw, I think. That was my last show, at least, I know for sure, uh, before the pandemic happened. And yeah. uh, he played that at the show. He played Blue Collar Boys, and I wasn't expecting him to play it, and it was awesome live song, too.
1: Yeah, it's a good one. What about you, man? Number eight, I've got Better Together. Ooh, see – I'm not in the cool kids that's club, right. man. I'm not in the cool it's kids just, club. Man, that's it's just, man. It's so di- it's so different from where it's just a simple piano track. Yeah. And Luke's voice, and he they did a great job at teasing this one when it came out. Mm. And uh, I mean, you know, Luke's got a ton of love songs, and this this is probably my favorite one.
0: Yeah, yeah. I would probably agree with you on that.
1: But you know, I'm not one for the
0: lovey-dovey stuff, really. I know, man. You know, you like you, I, like, you I, like those heartbreakers. I like heartbreaks and beer drinking songs. That's it. But that's right. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Zach?
2: Uh, number eight. I got another one of my uh, kids' favorite songs. Is "What You See Is What You Get."
1: I love Ooh, that. That's song. That's
2: a good upbeat song. Yeah, it
1: is. That is. That is a good one, man. You know, I I hated that song when it came out, and now it's really great. It. me. <laughs> yeah, hey, I, I
2: thought, you. I, go
1: ahead. I was gonna say real quick. I
0: was gonna say I thought it was really corny when I first heard it, and then it grew on me hardcore.
2: <laughs> yep. I didn't. I mean, I didn't hate it when it first came out, but I didn't listen to it. Put it that way, and my kids loved it. So once they started listening to it, every time we got in the car, uh, it just grew on me after that.
1: That's awesome, man. That's right, man. Heck yeah, we're number seven. Number seven, Joey. What you got? I've got the other guy. Oh. That's oh, a good man, this, one. This album is stacked with good songs. Because <laughs> like I really mean, you good. you guys have named two or three songs that are not on my list that could easily be. I mean, that's a that's a great song.
0: Yeah, that well, didn't. Uh, I'm trying to remember who wrote that. Was it? Didn't Job Fortner cut or almost cut that? Yeah, he was performing it live. I don't think he never he never he never <laughs> yeah, he cut, he never cut it. Studio but, version. Yeah, because he. I remember seeing it on his social media. And he was playing it. It looks like it was written by Rob, Brandon, Kenny, and Luke. Yeah. But I remember Joe was playing it and like doing live videos on social media of it and stuff. And the next thing I know, Luke cut it. And I was like, oh, that was random. But
1: well, yeah, it's a good song, man. It's Luke good, killed yeah. it. Yep. What you got at number seven, my dude? Number seven, I've got... I can't believe I have this at seven because <laughs> this is one of my favorite Luke songs. Um, number seven, I've got Reasons. Oh yeah, that's that's a good one. Yeah. yeah, that is a good one. Yeah, that that video yeah, I just, I, I think the reason I've got it seven and not higher is because the that live version that that came out kind of leaked out on the internet, you know, probably a year before yeah. the album came out. Yeah. It was I just like it better than the studio version. But I mean, I, I still love the studio version. But uh, talking about Luke in the it, in the cargo shorts with like that red shirt on, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. man. When that came out, yeah. I was like, oh man, this is the this is this is amazing. And I yeah. still like the studio version, but not quite as much as just. I wish acoustic they would have done it, like version. Like, uh, yeah, I agree. I wish they would have stripped it way down and just like yeah. done an acoustic. I but I mean, I De- Deer dear today is so stripped down that that yeah, you know, it would have been hard to do too many of them like that. And better together and Deer today are pretty stripped. So see sure. why. yeah for sure what about you zach what do you have a number seven man number seven i got without
2: you
0: oh good one
2: it's another little slow song but yeah I, I got hooked on that uh for a while that's all i listened to but uh as you can see it uh dropped down a little bit on my list but that, that is a good song
0: i love that one man i yeah, remember that, that one that one got leaked from a live show too right I think, I think, like, 90% of Luke's hits get leaked yeah. <laughs> like pretty early on. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's a really good one. Number six, I've got the Blow the Roof Off the House song. You guys already know. Uh, Beer Never Broke My Heart. Oh, man. The, yeah, the, that's,
1: the that was the live song right there.
0: Probably, like, one of the most hype moments of any concert I've ever been to is when Luke plays Beer Never Broke My Heart. So, um, it's fun, dude. And I,
2: I never... I never even listened to that song really. I mean, I listened to it a couple of times, but after I, I don't even have it in my top ten. But after I saw it in live, I mean, yeah. that is insane him singing that live.
0: It's crazy. Yeah. It's just hits totally
1: different. It's wild. But yeah, that was my number six. Number six, I've got one too many. There the you go. Yeah. Okay. I knew, go. I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming soon. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's it's a good one, and the crowd goes crazy for it when he when he shotguns the beer. Oh yeah. Yeah. I still think I could beat with a shotgun even... off.
0: <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm telling you. I don't know, I'm he's a got thing. a
1: lot of practice, Joe.
0: Yeah, I'm I've right. slowed down. <laughs> I'm too old now. <laughs> but yeah, uh, what do you have at six, Zach?
2: Uh, number six, I got even though I'm leaving. Nice. Yeah, that song just hits different. You know, I guess if you want to get in a depressing mood, but I, yeah. I love listening to it.
0: For sure, for sure, man. We're in our top five, boys. Number five, I've Got Deer Today.
1: Oh, man. I think that's a
0: very, very good song. It's got a wonderful, amazing meaning behind it. Um, I love how they produced it with the first part being super stripped down, and then the second part coming on with the production. Um, I think it was just really unique to do it that way. And, uh, yeah, definitely. It's really good live, too. I mean, I think all Luke's stuff's good live, honestly, but. Um, it's it's the part of the live show that things really kind of slow down a little bit, and he usually plays it acoustic and everything. But
1: um, yeah, that's why I got number five. It's a good one, man. <coughs> what you got, number, Chris? Number number five, I have got refrigerator door. Ooh, good one. That's Ooh, another yeah. another sen- another sentimental one. It's it's a little it's a little bit like reasons. It's uh the mm-hmm. produced the produced track is a little bit more. Um, kind of upbeat than I would have thought based on the, the live videos but it's just such a it's such a simple song that you would have thought would have been written a hundred times yeah. and everybody can relate to that you know I mean just growing oh, yeah. up and and family and you know the stuff that you know Luke just does that kind of stuff so well oh, and yeah. uh, it's such a good song so I am mean, I could I, go look at my refrigerator
0: door right now and find like eight to ten memories of something you know yeah absolutely. Yeah. it's just very relatable what do you have at uh, number five, Zach?
2: I got, and I keep going back to my kids' favorite songs, but I got the other guy at number five.
0: Uh, that's a good one, man. That
2: is a good one. I actually, I heard my little boy uh, singing it in his room, and I, I don't know if you've <laughs> seen the video, but I would I snuck up on him, and I was filming it, and I ended up posting it on Facebook, and Rob actually commented on it. So,
0: Oh, that's cool.
2: He, he was pretty stoked about that. And I don't know if he's old enough to realize <laughs> what it was, but he was pretty happy about it.
0: <laughs> that's what's up, man. I didn't, I didn't, I'll have to look that, find that one on your page. I didn't see that, I don't think. I might have, I don't remember, but I don't think I did. I feel like I remember that, but that's awesome. Heck yeah. yeah. Number four, I, this, this could have been my number one, man. This was kind of like what you said about it, Chris. When I first heard the live video go viral, I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. It's reasons. That's why I've got number yep. four. Yeah, for sure. Uh, when I, you know, <laughs> when I first heard that, I was like, perfect that's the perfect combination of the music i love heartbreaking sad sad boy music <laughs> and I
1: mean, then the, that's right
0: and then the album came out and i was just a tiny tiny bit disappointed it wasn't acoustic but like you said it would have been hard to do all that stripped down on one
1: project so i get it but yeah, yeah i mean amazing with, song with luke it's just like when he when he drops these just acoustic versions of him and the guitar it's hard to beat that like no matter what they do in the studio. Yeah. It's hard to, I mean, I feel like the one of the main reasons why people love Luke so much is just that raw, real, you know, intensity in his voice that mm-hmm. you get when it's just him and the guitar. Yeah. And it's yeah. hard to capture that in the studio for sure. And,
2: and what, which, which you speaking on that, if you don't mind me veering off a little bit from this top yeah, 10, uh, yeah. Yeah. my favorite show that I went to, I actually bought tickets. He was playing at Marathon Music Works in Nashville,
0: mm-hmm. an acoustic
2: show. He ended up playing oh, wow. with a few other singer-songwriters, and he played, I think, five songs. I bought tickets to it like on a Thursday, and I think it was on a Tuesday. And I drugged my mom, my kids, and my <laughs> wife out there. That's <laughs> awesome. To Nashville on a Tuesday. I think the kids <laughs> missed school and everything. <laughs> That's uh, awesome. What?
1: How far of a drive is that for you?
2: about 10 with, with kids probably about 11 hours
1: so that's <laughs> awesome yeah. we
2: got we got down there and uh it was an acoustic show obviously but man we stood in line to get front row seats we stood in line for probably uh probably like two hours it was raining and it was about 30 degrees so by the time we got in we were soaking wet oh, it was man. miserable but, man, the acoustic show, I think he played five songs. There was nothing like it. Like, that beat, yeah. that was by far my best show that I've ever been to. Yeah.
0: We yeah, did, man. I we mean, did an acoustic the, show,
1: didn't we, up in Columbus? Yeah. I mean, the, That's that, the one we met the at. That, Yeah, the show that Joey, Joey and I met at was yeah. an acoustic yeah. show outside. And what you, what do you think, Joey? We were 10 rows back, maybe?
0: Yeah. We were, yeah, yeah I'd, I'd say about that. We were, that. In there, it, it, we were packed 10, in. And, and, it was like and it was outdoor great. venue and yeah. July. I think it was July. wasn't It, it was like summertime. It was raining oh, and humid. I was. We were all about to pass out in the pit area. <laughs> yeah, I think we all shared a beer because nobody. You couldn't leave your spot. Like you just couldn't
1: leave, or yeah. else you weren't getting back. So and it was just what Tyler, Rob, and Luke. And that's yeah. It's hard. It's hard to beat that man. Yeah, just their guitars. I tell you what, his
2: his his new setup as far as uh, in the round. I don't know if y'all been there yet to a show, but his four different pits it's a lot easier to get in and out if you got to you know to go get a drink or
0: oh, go to yeah. the restroom
2: oh yeah for I, sure. i haven't
0: seen luke in the round but i saw uh eric church last yeah. year he had like kind of in the round stage with two giant pits and it was like super easy to maneuver i was like wow this is great but the stage was a
2: little higher than normal so you know you can only see them if they were like right in front of you so that was the only complaint i had but yeah. i would trade that you know for being able to get in and out the pit is as I needed
0: to, you know? Yeah, I'm not... I I hate to veer too hard, but since the conversation's going there, let's do it. Um, I'm not a huge fan of the the in-the-round stages. I'm just not. I like the easy access of getting out of the pit if you're, you know... But, like, when we saw Eric, it was just... And it was his first show doing that. Maybe that's why. But I felt like I had to look at the screen so much to see him because, like you said, the stage was so much higher and you couldn't see and... I mean, the way we were at a uh, Rupp Arena in Lexington, Kentucky, and, like, the screen was, like, directly above our head, so I felt like I was, like, breaking my neck to look up and see it. And I'm like, man, yeah. this is, like, a bummer because Mr. Church doesn't have a cheap pit ticket. So, <laughs> so I'm like, yeah. man, these were, like, X amount of dollars, and I don't even, you know, you don't even really get to see them that much. But it, I mean, it was still cool, but I'm, I don't it's know. It's just
1: a way to get more people in the building.
0: That's it. Mr. <laughs> yeah, Garth Brooks man. is doing it. Luke's that's doing right, it. Man. Eric's doing it. Yeah. But anyway, I, anyway. I, yeah. That's, that's not, we'll, we'll have to do an episode on stage setups or something. I, don't right. I feel like I, compl- right. I could complain about that. But um, yeah, so that was, I think we were at number four, right? I had reasons at number four. Yeah, yeah. reasons. Yeah. And number then, four, yeah, I got
1: a, um, title track Beer Never Broke My Heart. Nice. Okay. Or oh, not the title track. I, th- I feel like it's the title I know, track. right? Yeah. Good yeah. lord, it's the. It was the. It's the, that and forever after all are definitely the two standouts. The standouts as far as just smashes. Um, yeah. But it's it's just a hype song and uh, there's definitely. nothing like amazing about it. But it's just one of those ones that it's just kind of this generation's uh, friends in low places. Man, it's just you yeah. put it on and people are going to go it. insane. That's a perfect way to put it what do you have at number four zach
2: i got uh and this is probably gonna be higher on your list uh joey but i got does to me on
1: number four. Ooh, nice that's a good that, that, is, yep. a, that is a song right there
0: you know that's a good one you know y'all know i love that one now yep wink wink but uh, that's right <laughs> uh yeah <laughs> number three man top three i've got uh, even though i'm leaving at number three I That's think it's amazing song. Uh, the production's great. It, it's the one at the live show that can, you know, instantly be a tearjerker, you know?
1: <laughs> Definitely. Uh, yep. yeah. Brings the, the cell phone lights out on that one.
0: For sure, for sure. And I remember when that one got leaked. It was like a little cafe in Nashville he was playing it at. and Because uh, Ray wrote on that, too, right? Ray Fulcher? Yeah, Ray's sitting beside him. Yeah, man. Ray's sitting <laughs> with him on, yeah. like on the little bar stools in that video. And... When that you know when that first hit, I was like, "Oh my god, that's amazing!" And then the produced version was great too. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, that's what I had number three. Uh,
1: number three, I've got I've got what Zach had at number four, and what you're gonna have even higher. Uh, <laughs> does to me with, <laughs> with with Eric Church, man. It's this is like does to me reminds me of like a Mellencamp song from like the '80s or something. It's got it's got a real just like heartland rock like. Um, throwback feel to it and uh, yeah i mean obviously getting church on there and it's just i don't know it's a per- it's a perfect song
0: for sure man
1: i agree what about you zach
2: number three i have uh reasons
0: Ooh, mm, let's
2: go yeah. a few times i've seen that live i mean I, I can't explain how awesome it is to see that song live
0: we all had that one pretty high. Where, where did you have ooh. that at Chris? Reason 6. I had it seven.
1: 7. 7. Okay. No, you you don't count whatever. <laughs> I would I probably would have had Reason's top 2 or top 3 if if I, yeah. if it just wasn't quite so produced. I feel you. I feel ya on that. But uh number
0: 2 I've got, got Without You and number 2. Ooh.
1: So good, man. Yeah. Be- good
0: beautiful you. song. It's the ode to Everyone that Luke cares about in his life, his parents, his fans, all that good stuff. And I remember when I first heard that leaked, it was just like, holy cow. But uh yeah, that's I've got that at number two.
1: Number two, I have got the uh <laughs> I guess probably what what'll be referred to forever as the pandemic song. I got six feet apart, number two. Wow. That is kind of surprising. Yeah. I freaking That love is surprising. That song, man. I mean, we're never we're never gonna hear Luke sing that live. He's—I don't think he's ever played it at a, at a show. He's played it at the Opry maybe, but it's just like when that song came out and where we were in the country. And you know, it's just like who else was gonna sing that song other than Luke? And uh, I don't know. Every time I hear it, it's always gonna take 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 me back to <laughs> what we went through. And, I mean, I uh, like sad boy music, that's, but not that—that's so. what country. That's what country. <laughs> yeah, music that's right. About, so, <coughs> yeah, it it
0: definitely is like. A time like, I don't like a time stamp song almost like yeah. It takes you back to that time of our lives and I mean it's only been a couple of years now but you know it it was definitely relevant to the that that year for sure. Yeah, for sure, man. I was not a big fan of it. I'm not gonna lie. I would be a liar if I said I liked it. I, I that might actually be one of my least favorite Luke songs. That Moon Over Mexico. I get wow. I get it though, and it is cool. It was unique. It was spur of the moment type stuff and it was to help people get through the the pandemic emotionally i get it i get it it was cool i liked it but i didn't like it i don't know
1: Shocked that was number <laughs> two for you though wow i, I love it man Absolutely. But, I'm, I'm just i'm tired of i'm tired of country music that doesn't matter you know yeah i'm just so yeah, tired yeah. of it so give me songs that matter you know yeah, no, no. Give me I reasons, get it. and even though I'm leaving, and and does to me, and you know, I mean, that's stuff, yeah. To me, that's that's why I love Luke so much. You know, it's stuff like that. Yeah, it's relatable music, and it's yep. yeah.
0: There's some beer drinking, checklisty stuff in there, but ninety oh, yeah. percent of what Luke does is relatable and hits you in the feels. I feel like,
1: yeah, for sure, man. But
0: yeah, Chris. Uh, but funny who I was talking to, uh, Zach. Uh, what did you have at number two, man? Uh, number two, I got cold as you. Ooh. Ooh. That's my wife's favorite song,
2: man. That, like I said, it when he sings it live, there's nothing else like it. There's, I guess like reasons too, but I, I love yeah. it, dude. Brings I've been on that down. kick. Yeah, I've been on that kick probably for about a month now, just playing that song.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. Actually, let me. If my mm-hmm. wife listens to this, she'll kill me. Uh, Lonely one is probably her favorite Luke song, actually. But that is a good song. But cold as you is probably her. Next favorite song all right can I get a drum roll please number one <laughs> That's right I've got I we know I've got this might come as a surprise to many people does to me <laughs> That's right by Luke Combs featuring Eric church <laughs> couple reasons why number one I love Eric Church and I love Luke Combs so he put them together on a song and it's just like magic for me even though Eric's part was so short-lived on that song it was just perfect and it just is such a good like just a good message that all these little things in your life may not mean much to somebody else but they do mean something to you and that's just a sentiment yeah. that I've I feel is real I feel like it's very relatable at least to me this stuff's very relatable um I don't know man it's just it's number one for me
1: it's so good man What'd You're, you have, Chris? Isn't
0: it, isn't it your oh. uh, ringtone? Uh, I don't do my phone's on silent so much these days. I don't even know. It probably still is. I'm not gonna lie. Let me.
1: I feel like the last time I saw you, when your brother called you, it does to me play. It probably did. Let me look. I'm, yep, it is. Here we go. Yep. Yeah. That's what I thought, man.
0: When I get copyright so... in the podcast and I <laughs> get deleted, but that's right <laughs> yeah but i keep my phone on silent so much just because of work man but yeah i i do have a ringtone don't don't judge me it's 2022 and i did buy a ringtone when it came out so yeah <laughs> selling me out there chris geez it's <laughs> People... your favorite song you gotta have oh, it I name, man, i'm
1: just playing <laughs> that's but yeah awesome, man. what uh what do you have a number one number one song uh for me was was my number one song of last year uh without you whom I, I figured that was gonna Ooh, be your favorite yeah, one. It's I mean the lyrics on this song are just out of this world. I mean so much of like current country is like snap beats and weird stuff going on and like just crazy stuff. And mm-hmm. Luke's music is like really simple. It's like yeah, it's like people forgot how to tell just a true story <laughs> until Luke mm-hmm. came around. And like these songs are just like "Does to Me" and "Without You" and "Reasons" and even though I'm leaving, I mean these songs are just. The, the second you hear him, you know that everybody can relate to them. That's why when you go to a Luke show, it's like you yeah. see 80 year olds, you see five year olds. Like, uh, you know, it's just his music is just kind of, uh, it doesn't matter how old you are or where you are in your life, you can relate to these songs. And like you said, Without yeah. You is just that ode to uh, everybody in his life. It's similar to This One's for You. And, uh, yeah. you know, it just shows how grateful Luke is, which, uh, I mean, that's for sure. That's awesome.
0: The part to the fans, it just hits deep, and I know we can all three relate to it. Where you got the bought the gas, the beers, paid for the babysitter, paid twenty dollars yep. the park, got in line early to grab your spot. You know what I mean? Like that's just yeah. any concert goer that has done that like just gets that line, that lyric, and it's just like wow. Easily could have been number one for me too on my list. But that's Zach, nice. my man, you're gonna finish off the the that's ranking, man. What do you have at number one?
2: All right, man, I'm, I'm going to start it off by saying that this is a song uh, that I think it grew on me after I've seen it twice at the Opry. I've seen, seen him perform it. And anytime anybody asks me what song they should listen to if they hadn't seen or listened to him, I give them Forever After All.
0: Oh, okay.
2: That, that's my number one. And I got a guy at work that never heard Luke before, and I gave him that song. Mm-hmm. and anytime he's in a restaurant or anything and it's playing, he'll video and send it to me. He loves it.
0: <laughs> that's awesome. That's cool, <laughs> His intro yeah. to Luke. That's right. I mean, it was a smash, and it is, pro- out of all his love songs and all that, that's probably, I mean, I don't, that might be his biggest hit, like, in general. I mean, statistically.
1: Yeah. It is a really good song, man. So, yeah, that's it. Our top tens. I think, we, I think the, the story of this album is just that almost every song on here could make your top ten. Yeah, oh, yep. for sure, for sure.
0: I feel like we were all, we had similar songs on our lists. I feel like, but we weren't all like, you know, this is my number three and it's all the same. I feel like we yeah. were kind of diverse a
1: little bit here. Yeah, for sure, man. What, so, what would you say, just overall, Joey? How, how would you rank it? Out of ten? Oh,
0: man. I'm going to go nine out of ten. Yeah For sure yeah. 9 yeah, that's out of 10 where, that's, I mean, where I, that's where I'd be Fantastic album yeah. I mean The the debut album I'd probably That was a I mean that was probably A 10 out of 10 And this one has Really good quality songs But I feel like it was just Because the debut album Was such a strong album For the first project And, yeah. and we talked about The debut album I, I'm pretty sure We both gave it A 10 out of 10 But that, that was like Over a year ago So I can't remember But Don't go listen To that episode We probably were like didn't even know what we were talking about. <laughs> that was like one of our first few episodes. But,
1: yeah, I, I would go 9 out of 10, man. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I would still put the debut just yep. just barely, barely, barely above it. But, I mean, this is still a an almost perfect record. Yeah, it's an all-timer for sure. Yeah. What about you, Zach, if you had to
0: rank it 1 to 10?
2: Nah, I'm going to say, I'm going to go with y'all. I'm going to say 9 out of 10.
0: Perfect. 9's yeah. across the board. I don't, I don't think that that's a bad thing. I think that's great. Because there's always... Yeah. There's a little room for improvement on some of these. Like, uh, new every day, I think. No, wait. All over again. That's what... Like, the drum pad in the beginning or whatever. Yeah. I'm like, eh. I don't yeah. know how I feel about that. Good song, but I'm just like, eh. And then, like, Chris, you with the production on Reasons, I feel like they could have maybe done, tweaked that a little bit. But, overall, an amazing record that I'm sure Luke fans will go back to forever. So... Yeah, absolutely, man. But, yeah, boys, I think that's that's it for the ranking and the, the roundup. I, I know we're all stoked for this next project growing up to come out. So um, all you guys that are listening, I'm sure you guys are probably excited too. And Luke's going to be hitting the road. He's doing some stadium shows, and then he's doing his uh, middle of somewhere, I think is what it's called, tour later this year. Yep. So that – oh, and speaking of that, the teaser yep. that he put out for that was really good too. Did you guys – I'm sure you guys saw that the song yeah
2: yeah i did that that is gonna be a good one
0: yeah that was that's an ode to the small towners right there that's perfect but sweet well zach thanks man for joining us we appreciate you coming on man it's been a real pleasure getting to sit down and talk with you about luke combs and your fandom and what we all thought about this record
2: yeah i appreciate y'all having me on man if y'all want to do it again let me know
0: oh for sure man you know we'll we might have to have you on for that uh that next project once we get a taste of that and listen to it a little bit but um, for sure. But, yeah, you yeah, guys go. I'm, ch-
2: I'm down for sure.
0: Heck, yeah. But you guys go check out Zach's Facebook group. It's uh, Luke Combs. This one's for you. And uh, does a bunch of cool giveaways and just a bunch of cool content. Everybody's always posting their videos and pictures and stuff in there, too. So you guys go look him up on Facebook at that group. And while you're at it, you can check us out. You can find us pretty much anywhere. Just search at Country Convos and you'll find us. <laughs> And if you guys are enjoying the podcast, we would totally appreciate some reviews on Apple Podcasts and some ratings on Spotify. If you hate it, feel free to let us know as well. But it just really helps the show out and helps us get promoted and you know other listeners that love country music. So if you guys would be so kind to do that, we would totally appreciate it. If not, we still appreciate you listening, and thank you so much. But I think that's going to do it. You guys have any final thoughts? I think we're good, man. All right, guys. Zach, any, any final thoughts?
2: I'm ready for June 24th, I
0: think the date is, huh? Yeah, that's right, man. That's right. But all right, guys. Thanks so much for tuning in. We appreciate it. And uh, as always, until next time, keep it country and take care of each other.